Hi, and welcome to the Fem Factor podcast. We are your co-hosts, Dr. Laura and Dr. Nicole. This is a place for women just like you desiring to learn, be inspired, and find community. We'll be discussing everything from health, longevity, and aging, to mindset, high performance, and cycle syncing, to intuition and healing physically, emotionally, and spiritually. All from a lens that is based both upon the latest health research and feminine energetics. Blending equal parts scientific evidence and inner wisdom, we invite you to elevate your biology, empower your intuition, and embody your magic. Welcome back to the Femme Factor podcast. And without further ado, I am so honored and excited to welcome my friend Bridget, Bridget Mallinson, founder of Fet Personal, to our show today. Bridget, we are so excited to have this conversation with you and so glad you're you're joining us here on the Femme Factor podcast. I am so excited to be with you ladies and to get into it all things. We love hearing stories of amazing, badass women, which this is why you are here with us today. And so could you just tell us and our our audience a little bit about how you got to where you are now and your story and the ups, the downs and and all the things? Yes. So I'm going to take you all the way back to college. And I was studying to be a registered dietitian. I realized in high school that I loved nutrition and I found out it was a career. I was like, oh my gosh, I can, I can actually make nutrition a career. So I went to school and throughout my years, I was always the healthiest eater. You know, I'd be the girl late night eating a salad because I loved it so much and the crunch and the deliciousness. All my girlfriends were eating the pizza. You know what I mean? I was that girl. And I took really great care of myself during college and in grad school, but there was always something up and I was always going to more doctors for more ailments and it it didn't make sense to me. So what started as not being able to go to the bathroom every day turned into migraines and hypothyroidism, weight gain, oh my gosh, ADHD, hormone imbalance, you name it. I was on five different medications and going to different doctors to get different medications, you know, go to the neurologist for my migraines and and the endocrinologist for my hormones and all of these things. And it didn't make sense to me. You know, what I was learning in school was use food as medicine and you should be great. Whereas that wasn't working. I was just literally having more and more and more issues. And so it wasn't until I got to grad school that I even heard the term functional medicine. Um, my girlfriend was interning and working for actually Mark Hyman at his Cleveland Clinic uh, Center. And I was like, what are you guys doing there? You're doing poop testing and in-depth hormone testing. And what is this all about? And fast forward, I interned um, with Mark Hyman and his dietitians and immersed myself into functional medicine. After seven years of school, I went back to school for three more because I was like, I need to heal myself. I need to heal my own body. 
and I had belief that I could do so. And I wanted to heal my clients and patients even more. So it was so powerful um, to integrate functional medicine. And, you know, fast, fast forward again, I had a really successful in-person clinic and was working out of a holistic pharmacy, which also plays into my story of retail and being obsessed with supplements and their power. And fast forward through my entrepreneurial journey, we're here and we can dive into that more. But it was what sparked me even doing what I do is my own health journey of really this belief and worthiness that I can feel my best and kind of fighting for that, fighting for more information that I know so many of us women feel dismissed and disempowered by conventional medicine. Um, and that was my, that was my story too. I, nice. no matter, no matter how many times I hear someone who's in functional medicine share this, this common theme in their story that it was their own experience, right? They, they started to start feeling crappy, even though they were quote unquote doing everything right and got kind of disappointed by the options that were out there. It doesn't matter how many times I hear it. It always gives me chills because I think women like yourself and other functional medicine practitioners have this, this extra side of passion that they really bring to it because you've been there. You've been in the trenches. You know what it feels like to be so young and frustrated and have this extensive medication list and probably had caught yourself thinking forward, like, oh my gosh, I'm in my twenties. What is this going to look like when I'm in my forties and fifties? And this isn't how it's supposed to be. So thank you for sharing that. I think it's, it's always so eye-opening that for people to realize that a lot of functional medicine practitioners, like they were where you were, right. They were, mm -hmm. they were in it, they were feeling it. And, you know, to be able to turn that into your passion in a variety of ways, I think is really, really inspiring. Um, you said at the end there that your experience in this kind of holistic pharmacy kind of, it sounds like set off a little bit of a light bulb with the supplement industry and things like that. I would love for you to share a little bit more about that journey. So the other company you have founded, Gut Personal, is now officially a seven-figure business. Congratulations. Thank I you. know so many friends who use it. I use it. I recommend it to my clients, but I'd love the approach your company takes that, that personal piece of it. I think it's really unique in the supplement industry. You have this incredible personalized quiz and assessment that really helps guide people towards the right thing. So I'd love to hear a little bit about the behind the scenes idea creation journey that kind of led you there to that setup and all, all of that side of creating this separate supplement company. Yeah. So before the pandemic, like um, I said, I, I was at this holistic pharmacy and actually I created my own job within this holistic pharmacy. I um, saw a gap that they didn't have a functional dietitian and I kind of like pitched them. Like I will be your director of nutrition. Um, and I was there for two and a half years before the pandemic and I loved it. Think like Holistic pharmacy meets like the supplement section of whole foods on steroids. It was, you know, we probably had 40 supplement brands. 
you know, we had incredible food and it, it was just so amazing. And I was a supplement buyer. So I would purchase and pick the supplements that we would have from the store and customers would come into the store. And this is what I love about, loved about my experience is that people could come in and literally say, Hey, I'm dealing with X, Y, and Z. What supplement should I take? And of course, I would have loved if they worked with me more in depth and got poop testing to see what was going on with their gut or hormone testing, but most people won't invest in that, right? So I got really good over two and a half years at asking really pointed questions to, in my brain, you know, I would ask the questions like, what are your gut issues? Um, do you have brain fog? Do you have low energy? I would ask these questions. And then in my head, I'm thinking of the functional medicine root cause. I'm not thinking of a supplement that will simply band-aid the issue because in functional medicine, there can be that going on too, right? Where we're saying, okay, here's an issue. Here's just a more natural band-aid. What I was thinking of in my head is how do we get to this person's root cause with supplements? What's actually causing these symptoms? And I got really good at prescribing the right supplements for the right symptoms. So I realized no other supplement company was doing that. No supplement company was founded by actual practitioners who had worked with clients, worked on that level of personalization, and then created a quiz based off that. Because of course there were supplement companies with a quiz, but nothing was actually practitioner created and everything like that. So I got the idea um, for a supplement company and I had an incredible mentor and business coach, which if you're an entrepreneur, I highly recommend always having a, a great mentor um, who's kind of like, hey, you keep bringing up this love for supplements. And this is just when I was working as a practitioner virtually. Why don't you start a company? Like, why don't you do it different? If you see all these problems with other supplement companies and you want to empower women in a bigger way, why don't you start the supplement company? So after that conversation, two months later, I had hired a marketing agency. And two months after that, we had launched Gut Personal. Wow. That's so fast. That's crazy. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm like mind blown right now. Um, so I have a couple of questions. One, I love your take on what I like to call strategic supplementation, because mm -hmm. so many times we're just being thrown at by different, oh, you got this problem, take this supplement, you have this, take this. And then we all, I'm sure have the cabinet full of hundreds of bottles of supplements that are probably expired, but we're like, well, just in case, you know, I never know. So I love that you had this quiz formed. Um, and so maybe talking a little bit more about strategic supplementation and when someone might need to realize they're just taking things because they saw a post or read a blog and not really um, needing them. And then the second thing is knowing like how the steps to produce this product, because that to take it basically in four months from 
an idea to launch? I mean, that's huge. So like, did you white label things? Were you creating it yourself? And I don't know if that's proprietary information or, or if you want to go into that, but those were the two, two questions that popped up into my mind. Yeah. So the first is about our quiz. And so, um, was that the question, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just how people can either with your quiz or even just on their own, not be taking all the supplements or buying all the supplements just because they read about it or someone said this made them feel good when it really might not be for them. Well, I think it's really important. And that's why we have tons of, that's why we have practitioners on staff is that you can't just like, you know, read a post and just start taking something like you kind of need that person like kind of looking over what you're taking. You know what I mean? Like it's really about empowered education, I think. And, um, in a perfect world, we would all have a functional medicine practitioner that we are working with, you know, my company, how we're kind of helping with that process is that we actually do free supplement strategy calls. So we're actually hearing about what they're taking and then saying, I think that you should add this on as well. So we really take the approach of being support for them. So they're not taking all the things, but I think if you're taking like 15 different brands, there's going to be overlap in what you're taking. Like, it's just honestly hard to be a practitioner. I would stick to just like a couple brands and a couple things. It's really hard to get, um, to get that, like that, like, um, perfect balance. If you're taking, if you just keep adding stuff. So, and then the second thing, yes, we did it so fast. So to be honest, the easy part was the supplement manufacturing part. So I already had relationships set up with supplement companies. I already knew exactly what the products I wanted to launch with. That part was very, very, very easy. The hard part for me was the marketing. You know, I'm a practitioner. So it was trying to find the right marketing balance, trying to move into being a practitioner and a service-based provider, and then trying to sell a physical product. It is worlds of a difference. And I think the biggest difference in the entrepreneurial world is your profit margin, right? Like when you're selling a physical product, it's a very expensive company to run. Whereas when you're a solo practitioner, you don't have much overhead. So honestly, the product development formulation was the easy part and the quick part. So good. I, I was having this image when you were answering the first question, kind of going through people having 15 some supplements. I, I had a flashback of when I worked in a clinic and I would always ask people when they came in, like either bring a list of your supplements or heck bring your supplements so we can look at it. And like, and they come with two reusable shopping bags full of pill bottles and like, Oh my God, how do you have time to, to do this every day? Like there's no counter space. And it's, it's such an interesting tendency that so many of us, I think as driven women have is like, oh, well, if, if some of these are good, like more must be better. Right. It's, we see the same thing with entrepreneurs buying like courses and coaches and like more, more is better versus being super intentional, slowing down, thinking, all right, what are the two or three or four big needle movers that cover the most 
spaces that supplement a lifestyle to reach those goals. And I think that's something that you and your company do so well is, hey, you don't need 20 things, but these three or four things really address like the major issues that you face as a busy woman with high stress levels who doesn't always have time to eat perfectly and do all the things like, Hey, we got your back. Mm -hmm. Here are the couple of things that you have, which is, I think such a, such a lifesaver to have something that's curated for that lifestyle um, versus just, you know, grabbing whatever is on the front of the local magazine at your store and crossing your fingers that it, that it works. Yeah. And I think honestly, one really important thing that I love to hone in on for women is that the gut is the center of all health, whether you think you're having hormonal issues or liver issues or mental health issues, everything really stems back to the gut. And so while yes, like a lot of our promotion, a lot of the women that we work with at Gut Personal are working on those like over gut issues, like bloating, constipation, the gut is the center of it all. So if we have a supplement stack that's working on all hormones or all liver, my belief is that, hey, you have to work on the gut first. The gut is fundamental. If you don't have a personalized probiotic or a dairy-free colostrum in your stack, but yet you're working on all these other things, like the gut is so foundational and we always need to be supporting the gut. That's what I always did with clients when I was working with them one-on-one is okay, here's where we have to start because this is the center of it all. Yeah. And I love how, how quickly things can change when we start focusing on the gut. Like it doesn't have to take months or years. In fact, there's a, there was an article I was, I have, I don't know. I read it a few years ago, but um, I love the name. It was called the microbiome um, tango mm-hmm. microbiome and something else, nutrition tango. And basically how it said we can change the makeup of our microbiome within 24 to 48 hours based on what we eat, either for the good or for the bad, right? So it goes either way. And so that just gives so many people hope that, you know, what they're doing, they can see results a little bit faster, or if they're not seeing results, then it's easier to see like, okay, well then let's see what we need to change because this isn't really working. Not that it doesn't like, obviously some things take a while to heal and change, but to be able to impact our gut that quickly um, just has huge implications. And especially now with all the information coming out on like the mind gut connection, how it affects our mental wellness, our cognitive function, and not mm-hmm. just, you know, things that are staying in our digestive area or arena. Absolutely. I mean, one of the big problems I solved for myself was I was diagnosed with ADHD And it's so wild to me that like, I don't have that diagnosis anymore. You know what I mean? It's like so many of us women are getting these diagnoses later in life. And I think it's just many, many times an imbalance in the body. It's not, this is actually what we have. It is kind of like, no, there's just a lot of circumstances that are adding to this. Specifically for me, it was 
severe magnesium deficiency that wasn't allowing me to focus. And then very excitatory, um, you know, neurotransmitters and hormones going on a lot of extra because my gut was just a mess, you know? So gosh, there's so many things that, um, I think we get diagnosed with as women that, um, really just that we have an imbalanced body and we can heal those. And I think that's where the empowering part of functional medicine comes of the empowering message of my company is like, you deserve to feel your best and we don't have to live with these diagnoses. We can actually heal them. Love that. So we have, we have this gut and head's gut health and microbiome health that is so central, not just to having good digestion, but to also feeling strong and stable mentally to having happy, healthy hormones, glowing skin, all the things we also know that you can literally change your microbiome within a day or two for the better or the worse. We know that you can take supplements to help that process. So for those listening who are women who may be just starting their health journey in this functional world, or maybe they've been dipping their toes into different supplements and just not getting the results they want, where do you think the best place is to start for a busy woman who is maybe feeling the stress of running her business, you know, navigating things on the home front with kids, balancing the two of them, where should she start with trying to optimize her gut health? Is it supplements? Is it nutrition? What do you think? Yeah, I think you get, you know, the biggest bang for your buck with supplements. And I mean that as like an effort and result. So supplements are really easy to take. You know what I mean? Like if you habit stack them in the morning when you're eating breakfast or when you're going to bed and brushing your teeth, it literally takes 30 seconds. And I think bigger changes like nutrition, they take a lot more support. You know, that's why I have a career or dietitians have a career because nutrition really needs that accountability. It needs tons of personalization, uh, to make changes. So I really believe supplements are a great place to start. Taking our quiz is so incredible to start, but I'm going to encourage those women that are listening that have been quote unquote trying for a long time. Don't just take the quiz, go to the next level, take a test because you might need more personalization and if you needed to feel better yesterday, you know what I mean? Like you need the highest level of personalization. And if you're willing to invest in that, go for gold. Yeah. And I love when we get clients to get tested because it's, it's almost instantaneous instead of throwing spaghetti at the wall, <laughs> literally. Um, and so yeah. you find out like, what is our poop telling us? What foods are we sensitive to that maybe are quote unquote healthy? I remember one of the first food sensitivities test I took, um, blueberries, carrots, and romaine were on my highest sensitivities. And that was like, these are all healthy, good for you, brain foods, right? And yet here I was assaulting my system almost every day with these things. And as soon as I cut them out, I felt so much better. But who would have thought like my body thought romaine lettuce was, you know, bad for it. So testing just 
even though, yeah, it's an investment. It's in my mind, so worth it if people can do it because it's just, it's quick, it's specific, and we can retest again after you've healed the gut. So yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. I also think I, I love what you said about supplements being quick and easy. I know as much as I know all three of us on this call are very health conscious. We reflect that in our lifestyles, but we're also busy. Like we travel, mm -hmm. we're doing other things. And, and sometimes I know that having my supplements there, not as a crutch, but just as like a, it's a form of protection and being proactive when I don't always have control over my environment. When I don't know, you know, I, I'm trusting the person at the restaurant that they're cooking my food a certain way that it is what it is. So it's always nice for me to, to have both in my world. Yes, of course, they're not a band-aid, but it's so, it's so nice to have them there to know that you're still protecting and supporting your health when you don't always have full control over those things. So I, I'm so happy you kind of made that little differentiation in it. Um, have another question for you on the more personal front. So as you, you've been building all of these companies so quickly, I keep hearing one of my mentors, Lindsay Schwartz in my head saying success loves speed, which for you obviously very held true with how quickly you got cut personal up and running. How did your own health uh, fair during that? Did you find that you had to tweak some of your routines as you took on different types of responsibilities, different levels of stress, almost like learning how to run a new business with turning into this, you know, product-based business versus a service-based business? Um, I'm just curious what things had to change for you yeah. as you were kind of looking at new stressors, new routines, all of that. Yeah. And this is such a good question. And honestly, one of the big reasons I stopped seeing clients. I was, I started my business, my first business, which was well by Bridget. You know, it was just, I was just a solo preneur, solo practitioner. And in three months time, I had made back, I had made my six figure salary in my first three months of business. And those three months just about did me in like, I was seeing so many clients because I was getting so many inquiries. I remember the third month I had one week where I saw, I think 31 clients and it was bananas, but I was getting so much, um, I was getting so many inquiries. So I was just like, yep, keep them coming. Keep them coming. I'm helping women. I'm making money. I had no idea how much money I was making at the time. I had no idea of my numbers. I was just so excited to be an entrepreneur and to be running my own business. So I just kept taking on clients. I remember that third month of my business back in 2020, where I was at a dinner with my girlfriends and I like could not keep my eyes open. I was like, oh my God. And that I mean, I'm so in tune with my body. I think probably we all are as practitioners to a fault and knew that, okay, this isn't good. My body is showing signs. So I quickly, you know, cut down my client load. But what I realized with seeing clients is that um, it, it just, it didn't feel like aligned for me anymore. You know, I um, was seeing too many of them, but then I also was you know, taking on what they were going through. And it just wasn't 
great for me in my journey anymore. So switching to a product-based business, I, for me, and this is different for everyone, I work a lot less. I can spend even more time on my health. And really since launching this product-based business, I haven't really felt feelings of burnout, except we just had 10 events in six weeks. So that was a lot. <laughs> um, but I, I I think it was honestly a healthy switch for me and my health to be a CEO of a company versus being a solo practitioner. So talking a little bit more about being a CEO and your company, and I was reading on your the website for Gut Personal that you were fully female funded. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about that journey? Like, did you bring in investors? Did they seek you out when you say fully funded? Was it because you were the fully funding funder <laughs> or how did that, how did that work? Cause I think we have a lot of listeners who are interested in getting funding and expanding, or perhaps even one day exiting out of their business. Um, and so, yeah, I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah. So, and I think too, um, it'd be interesting to know, like also if your, your listeners are interested in investing, cause that's also, so that's how actually my story started with, um, considering taking on investors is that I was an investor. So in, I also, I'm going to give like very specifics here so that I can expand you guys so that I can expand your listeners of like what's possible. I invested $10,000 into a gluten-free adaptogenic cookie dough company that I loved and they were in a fundraise. And so it was a, why I say the number is, is a little amount that I invested, but that I knew would be used to grow the company and that then I could have a a huge return on investment um, without doing a darn thing. So that's also a lesson in uh, like us making our money work for us. When we are ambitious women, we don't have to invest, you know, a million dollars in a company, CROI, we can start being investors now. So then fast forward uh, 11 months after I was an investor, one of my mentors, Chris Harder, um, I was launching my company and I put in about $100,000 to launch the company, you know, to buy the products, to hire the marketing agency. And then I was kind of done. I was tapped out. I was like, okay, here we go. We started the company. And then he said to me something that was so powerful is like, you could go faster if you had more money. I was like, uh, okay, he's not wrong, you know? And so literally in a week, I, 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 cause I'm one of those people that like, if someone gives me advice and they're smarter than me and they've done things that I want to do, like build a lot of wealth or build companies, I'm probably going to listen, you know, if it's in alignment, I'm going to take action. So week after that, I started taking on investors it was very apropos because in that same mastermind that I was in with Chris Harder, um, we actually did a mock Shark Tank with all 25 of us in the mastermind and I won. So I won the Shark Tank. I was in front of my ideal investors, which were the other mastermind members, um, and I pitched them my idea. 
I won a couple thousand dollars from the competition, but my first investors were from that room. And so they invested anywhere from $25 to $50,000. So not a huge amount in the grand scheme of things, right? Um, but in the first year, we raised $350,000. And then we're actually in a very small fundraise right now. So I'm raising another two fifty dollars um, for some marketing, you know, things that we want to do again, to grow the company faster, because my goal with this company is to have a multi nine figure exit in the next five to seven years. So that was, I mean, also a really important realization for me starting this company is that I didn't want to be just work for myself forever. I wanted to have a really large exit where I could spend time with my kids. I could travel the world and, um, so there's this big mission at my company, not only for health of women, but wealth of wealth for women. So that's why we took on investors. And that's why um, our main marketing strategy is working with female affiliates like both of you. Thank you so much for sharing so many details around that an inside peek behind the scenes of, of building a company. And if you're listening and you've wanted to get into investing and you think that you need seven figures to do so, I hope you go back and rewind that. Like Bridget's first investment was $10,000 into a company. So she's also fundraising right now. Like you said, like what better company to, to get involved in investing with. And yeah. The, the other thing I was thinking as you were explaining, you know, your thoughts about really building wealth around this company is it's so similar to the process of building health. Sometimes mm -hmm. we think we need to make this giant all in huge investment, whether that's with our time, with our lifestyle, with our money. And really it, it can be these small investments that really pay huge dividends down the line. You know, I, mm -hmm. nothing makes me more frustrated for women when I hear them say, oh, I'll work on my health when, when yeah. things aren't busy, when this is over, because all three of us sitting here know that time will never come. Right. And yeah. if you can, if you can start making those investments into your health bucket, when you are busy, when you are stressed, when you have other plates that you're juggling, you will always be able to prioritize and build health. And I think the same goes for, yeah. for wealth building. So I, I just feel like that's a really lovely intertwined conversation you took us through. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I always love to share the specifics because I really find like for me, when I was building my first business, I had a mentor who's now turned a friend um, that built her business to a million dollars in 18 months. And because she did that, because she shared the exacts, it allowed me to believe, one, if she can do it, it's possible for me too. And then I kind of had that carrot of like, all right, I'll build my first business to seven figures in 18 months. And because I love speed, I did it in 16 but you know what I mean? Like those, of course you did. <laughs> I mean, it was just such a hoot. She was the first person I texted. I was like, well, I did it in 16 months. Uh, it was so funny. Um, but I, I think it's important to share, you know, with us women, and I think in general, we don't spare share specifics around money and 
um, wealth building. And I kind of want to break that mold. I do want to share specifics. I do want to have a company that unapologetically wants to sell for multi nine figures and completely change health for women. You know, we can be doing both. And I think it's important to talk about. Mm-hmm. So if someone wants to invest in your company as you're raising, because we have, have listeners, what, where can they reach out to, to yeah. do that? Yeah. Thanks for that. Oh my God. I didn't, I don't know that I pitched investing on a podcast before. But I freaking <laughs> Why not? Love it. Um, they can just email me Bridget at gutpersonal.com. And um, by the time this podcast comes out, hopefully we have some spots left and, um, yeah, we raise anywhere from 25 to $50,000 for individuals and, um, yeah, it's really fun. So well, we will, we will put that email and links in the show notes for anyone who is interested in learning more, not just about the company, but about possibly joining a crew of female investors, uh, which is something that we're a fan of here and, Yes, big fan of no gatekeeping when it comes to information, whether it's about health, money, or anything else. Really, that's a big goal of our podcast is to be having Mm -hmm. these conversations to normalize them, to make women feel more comfortable and confident in it. I know that's something that was a struggle for me in my beginning of my entrepreneurial journey was, oh, we really, we're really going to talk about money numbers. I got to get comfortable with with not having an emotional attachment to these numbers. They're just numbers. So I think the more we have these conversations, the more permission it gives women to kind of step into that that yeah. mindset and kind of move more towards a place where you understand that money can flow around and it's it's really about welcoming abundance, not not a value of your your self-worth at a certain monetary value. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better. Mm-hmm. Well, how can people get um, more information, just not not on the investing part, but just in general um, with the company um, and where we can find all, all of that? Yeah. So um, like we've been talking about the quiz, if you are like wanting to take that first step in your health, the quiz is a really great place to start. Um, I'll make sure you guys have it the link for the show notes. And so just go pop on, take that quiz. It takes a couple minutes. And then we always like to support and empower you um, of what you're going to be taking. So take a screenshot of your quiz results, shoot us a DM. I'm in the DM. Our lead functional dietitian, Jillian, is always in our DMs. Um, That's where we love answering questions and empowering you. So send us a DM there with your quiz results. And then, yeah, if, if you want to talk any biz stuff, you can always shoot me a DM, Bridget Malley on Instagram. And I hope this was really supportive in that you take the action that you need, um, to feel your best. Cause we all deserve to feel our best, um, for sure. Amen to that. I know this was definitely an inspiring conversation for me, and I'm sure many of you feel the same way as well. Uh, Bridget, we have one more question that we love to ask our guests, and that is, if you could turn around and send a piece of advice to a younger version of you, whether it's little toddler or tween Bridget or Bridget from last week, uh, what would that message be? Mm. Golly, I think of like, 
the message that I'd love to send to my younger self, which is probably in my teens or even younger, is like, you're not too much. Like, be yourself. I think I always felt being from the Midwest, that I had too big of dreams, that I stood out too much, that I was too loud and this energy of too much. And what I realized is that's my superpower is that, you know, I've been able to build two seven figure businesses under three years because I'm too much, because I go get it, because I'm a go getter, because I put myself in the right situations with the right people. So the advice I give is like, you're not too much and like be yourself, own it. So good. Oh, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule with um, sharing all of your gems with us. We just, we loved it so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. Thank you, ladies. This podcast is for general information and educational purposes only. It should not be considered medical advice and or treatment. Although we are both doctors, we are not medical doctors or your medical doctor. What has been discussed should not take the place of your personal medical professional's advice, treatment, diagnosis, or care. If you love this podcast as much as we do, please take the time to subscribe, share, rate, and review. And we'd love if you would follow us over on Instagram. Our handles are at dr.lauradecessoris and at Dr. Nicole Marcioni, or you can just click on the links in our show notes.